All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hello, everybody, and welcome to our favorite hour of the week. It's the one-hour-long show-and-tell. It's me, Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Lady Ada. Hello. We're broadcasting from downtown Manhattan. We're going to check in with people from around the world to see what they're hacking on, what they're coding, what they're 3D printing, what they're sewing or knitting or what have you. Uh, people are indoors making crafts and making stuff. So let's check in first with... Kevin from DigiQ, we're gonna give the, get the clue, get him get a clue from I heard, Kevin. I heard Kevin has a clue. He does, it's a gigantic clue. I, I'm, I'm back with my clue. Yes, how's it going? So, it's going good. good September button. 2020, first day of school is coming up. Ready or not, right. here we come, right? That's right. <laughs> oh, wait. Somehow, some way. Hold on, bring you back. Okay. Did you lose me? No. You're back. We want oh. to make you the, the full screen. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is great to be here again. It is my favorite hour of the week. I get to put everything else aside and just talk about things that I love, which is electronics. Yay. Last week when I was on here, I had this clue running and I was working on trying to get this matrix set up as one matrix. Mm -hmm. And I finally got it to work with the help of some of the team on Discord. What this is that you have four panels and these LEDs go up and down, loop all the way through here, then down to the next panel and over. And trying to make this work as one panel was... For me, extremely difficult, but some of the Adafruit libraries in CircuitPython, we were able to do this on about six lines of code, which is very surprising. Wow. So, um, like I said, the team on Discord has been great. And I also I have uh, you know, a NeoPixel strip on the back that I'm going to use the Bluefruit Connect app separately with a Bluefruit device that I can change the colors on the fly whether I'm at some kind of event. So that's going to run separate from the display. Yeah. And now my next thing is getting images on the display. Okay. And I, I love playing around with these matrices. matrices. It's a lot of fun, except this one green LED. <laughs> you guys can probably see that. I don't know why, but I'm working on it. It's probably a level shifting thing. Sometimes the first one, if it's not level shifted, it has a weird color. It's like when you buy a new Mac or a, like a new laptop. This happened like yeah. on my my PC laptop and also my Mac laptop and there's like one dead pixel. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. Maybe that's what it is. I, I'm excited that I was able to get it to work, but you know, it's just one little frustration. No big deal. Weird, I don't know what's up with that. Little buddy. Okay. okay, cool. All right, well next week, maybe we'll have images on this clue. That's my goal. Okay, well, good goal. We'll Okay, we'll see you next week, Kevin. All Thanks right. for the update. All right, take care, guys. All right, next up, let's go to Scott. Scott, how are you doing? Hello. Thanks for having me, as always. Yeah. Uh, given some of the, the the demo away, I guess, with my screen, but um, what I've been working on is the request module. I think I may have said that last week, um, but I'm doing a, a couple things. I'm optimizing it so that... Um, JSON, when you load a JSON, it doesn't do the whole string. It does it as it comes in. Um, and then I'm also adding HTTP 1.1 support, which came out in like 1998 or something. I know, uh, that's cool. But the cool thing about it is that you can make multiple requests to the same server. You don't have to like start the connection every time you do that, which means uh, it should work faster, um, which is cool. So. Uh, and then on top of that, I also wanted to make requests actually work in CPython. So that's these two demos I have here, and I can just hit up to run them. Um, but I can test the requests library just from my 
laptop or my desktop here. I don't need to actually test it on um, on CircuitPython, which is great. So yeah. when somebody says like, hey, I tried to load this JSON from this server and it doesn't work, like we don't need to use CircuitPython to debug it. We can just debug it here. And then, you know, if you find a bug, um, that's a great time to actually write a test uh, so that you know that the bug is fixed forevermore. Um, so I've also added some basic tests, uh, some basic unit testing to uh, the requests library here. Um, and it includes like handling chunked responses and all sorts of stuff like reusing sockets. I added that today as well. Um, so you can see that and there's a legacy one as well. So all of, it should be fingers crossed and compatible with like all of the existing uses of the request library as well. Um, there is one case where um, we want to like, it will now try to load into a shared buffer. Um, and if the socket implementation doesn't have receive into, it will print out an error saying like, hey, like this is really bad because you're using a lot more memory than you need to. Um, and so when people see that, we'll be able to go and fix our socket implementations, but it will still work. It just won't work as well as it could otherwise. That's cool. Um, so I'm pretty excited about this. I've got some pilot stuff to do, but if folks are interested, uh, you can check out the pull request as a draft on the request library. And then the native Wi-Fi stuff for ESP32 S2, I have a pull request for that. Dan's got back to me on my stream tomorrow at 2 p.m. I'm going to go over that and get back to him on the request. So if you want to see what it's like to receive feedback on a pull request, check out my stream at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific tomorrow on Adafruit Streams. Okay. Okay. And tonight on Ask an Engineer, we're going to talk a little bit about next week, which is yeah. Monday. So um, tomorrow, deep dive, because holiday's coming up. So thanks yep. for doing your deep dive ahead of time. But then Wednesday, everyone um, plan your day around a celebration of all things um, Python on hardware. Indeed. So Python day. So I my, my deep dive next week is moving from Friday to Wednesday at the same time, so 2 p.m. Pacific. And then we're also moving, because we normally do our CircuitPython weekly just on Discord. Uh, we're planning on doing our Circuit Python Weekly live streamed to all the Adafruit stuff um, at its normal time. Uh, I think it's normal time, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, on Circuit Python Day on Wednesday as well. Um, and uh, to, to Scott and the entire team who works on Circuit Python in the community, congratulations! There's a lot of things that are coming up. We're almost up to the hundredth newsletter, 99 next week. It is, which which is, is not a coincidence. Which not is, a coincidence. I mean, you know, <laughs> it is a coincidence. It's a coincidence, but it's very nine 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 nine. You know, you know what? When you when you when you make and share, you get more luck. And I feel like because we did a newsletter, we're more likely to have it just happen to end up in a lucky number because we just have lots of numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have. 50 STEMA boards, uh, 150 boards on circuitpython.org slash downloads, 50 mm -hmm. boards in Blinka, too many to count Feather. Feather is now, Feather is kind of like when I, back in the day at Make, I would keep track of the open source hardware projects when there was 10. There was like 10. There was 10. You I could did, actually count them. I, you can mm -hmm. you, you could search for it on the web, open source hardware gift guide, first one, and it's mine, and it's five things. One of them was Lamar's. And then after and that, could, uh, well, DIY MP3 player, DPI, DIY GPS. Well, I kept track of our Arduino shields that yeah. eventually was in the thousands. Yeah. Uh, Arduino libraries, there was just a few, and now there's a ton. Yeah. Um, but we even see, you know, when you, when you just plot these things, and you can look back each year with Circuit Python and all the things that we do, you mm -hmm. could just see like the people that are doing Python. There's so many of them, and there's so many people that got interested in electronics. 
that all of this just made sense. Maybe it was good planning. Maybe it was good timing. Maybe it was a bit of both. Um, yeah, I but, think both. <laughs> yeah. But you know, next year, um, we'll see uh, how f much further we get. Because right now, it's accelerating. The, right. the kids themselves can do so much. There's so many people that know Python, and then they're doing electronics. And then we mm -hmm. have the community that comes together that makes sharing very easy. So that'll be a lot of what we talk about next week, for sure. Yeah, and I was reading the newsletter. I think we're over 260 CircuitPython libraries as well. So that's credit to yeah. everybody who does libraries. Uh, yeah, with including the community bundle, we might be up to 300 by now, because we actually have a couple dozen. Yeah, the community bundle took a long time to take off, but we've getting, been getting more and more stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, like once you hit 100 of something, whether it be hardware, software, accessories, um, that's when you know you have momentum. And so we're, you know, getting there across the board on every, I think most things we, we have um, 100 of something. And that just means like if something takes a week, which, you know, that's that's good news. If something only takes a week, um, that just means you have a sustained effort and a community that can keep things going. So anyways, a little pre-congratulations to the <laughs> entire team. And on the cover of um, two different magazines, uh, Python related stuff. Make has uh, Python on the cover. And Hackspace has Feather on the cover. Technically, National Geographic does too. Can you hand me that magazine? Just <laughs> my, little show, my little show and tell. So technically, there's three Adafruit things on the cover of magazines. Uh, so if you look really close, there's an Adafruit board on this in this robot hand. Oh, neat. Yeah. I was expecting that. a real Python. No, I, we don't count that yet. We don't count that yet. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's in here where we, we saw it. It's a little Adafruit logo. You can see it. It's Yeah, eventually. It's, it's, it's an illustration. Eventually, someone will make an animatronic snake or some type of bio thing like Blade Runner, and it'll run CircuitPython, and then there'll be a Python, a real Python running CircuitPython. We'll get to yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of exciting stuff. All right. Well, thanks, Scott. And thank you, CircuitPython team. Um, mm -hmm. Next week, big week. OK. Can't it's going to be fun. All right. All right, next up, Noam Pedro. Scott, Noam Pedro. Hello. Sorry about that. Hey, what's up, everybody? Okay, cool. We're right under the overhead. Excellent. So this is this week's project. It is a little 3D printed case with some swappable faceplates. So we kind of did this a couple of years ago, um, but I really wanted to improve on the design. And the main thing I wanted to do was so that I could snap fit this, uh, this cover piece. So this comes off. And then, uh, so we have the feather running in, in the background there. And I'm going to turn it on with a little switch. Uh, so the LEDs here are mounted to the side of the frame, and what you could do is swatch, uh, swatch. You could swap, swap out the face plates. These are the um, the black LED acrylic that we have in the shop, and they make really, really nice uh, face plates. Uh, the black stuff here is just uh, some vinyl cut vinyl, uh, which is nice and matte black. And I also made a couple different ones. So I got busy because it's a busy box, and then my favorite one here. I think you'll like this one, PT. Wow, that's cute. Yes, yeah, so this can uh, fit right nice here. Logo. Yes, nice logo, and uh, and then you can put the face. All right, people know, people know you're up to. Yeah, now people know I have switched my busy stuff. Yeah, I really like the packing. Yeah, the black LED. I like the, the diffuse excellent. look of the LED acrylic. Yeah, it's super nice. It's of course running Circuit Python, the LED yeah. animations. Um, so I'm just kind of cycling through all of the basic ones and some of the more. Kind of advanced ones like the comet, you can do uh, some pixel uh, mapping, so I can have the the two uh, LEDs um, instead of like sharing the data line. I I just have them daisy chained, so that's really nice. So you can set up a quick grid. Yeah, there it is, doing the comet. Cool. The background. Yeah, I have it open in the background right, for nice two hope. things. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, definitely check out the learn guide and uh, the uh, the video that we have up on YouTube. So you can check that out. Yeah. And don't forget well, to check we'll out the video. Speed up. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, folks. Okay. Right. Yes, Thanks. check out the Hangouts video later this week. Okay, next up. Aaron. Aaron. Hello, Aaron. So um, I've been I've been making a lot of jewelry lately. I've showed off a couple of different necklaces, and um, I have a friend who actually commissioned a little piece from me, which is a ring. And making on a light up ring is really hard because you've got to make it really small and still have room for the batteries and all the everything. So I'm I'm kind of proud of it. It turned out pretty good. Uh, it's based on the the ring that um, that Robin Hood gives Maid Marian in the Disney animated movie of Robin Hood when he's a little fox. Um, and it's just the most romantic scene ever. And she wanted a, uh, a ring that was just like that. So um, I used, I actually got some little resin molds and this is a cast resin flower, um, which is pretty cool. It's got a nice little gradient color. And then I did a wire wrap base and I'm using one of these little fairy berries. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen these before, but there's just these little like tiny uh, floatable LED units. And inside is this really cute little it's, it's like super simple. It's like a little LED pulsing thing and a battery holder and that's it. And it's just about the smallest sort of module like this. And it has this really nice sort of blink fade to it, um, which is just, I mean, it's just really delightful and simple. Um, so I've been kind of having fun with that and doing the wire wrapping. Um, and I guess the other fun thing about this project is I, I, I needed to make it fit her and I never made a ring before it. I don't know how you like make it fit people. There's, there's um, this thing called a mandrel and, um, it's got sizes on it. So I just went on to Thingiverse and I found one and I 3D printed it. And now I have a, a ring sizing mandrel, which is pretty That's neat. Handy. I can slip it on there and make sure that it's the right size and it's going to fit her. So <laughs> just, it was, it was a fun little project. So I just thought I like that, like, we're getting to the point where stuff available to download for 3D printing is actually really useful. You're like, I need a mandrel. <laughs> exactly. It's like I could have gone to the store, but no, like it was, I, you know, that would have taken me 20 minutes and, and only five hours to 3D print. So like, the joy of having her on. All right, thanks Sarah. Has anyone ever done one of those uh, articles where they list all the Robin Hoods and which one's the best? Because there's so many The different, animated one is really, I like the one. There's so there. many, there's so many actors that have uh, played various roles mm -hmm. in various characters in all the different Robin Hoods. Do you have a favorite one, Erin? I, I I, I'm going to have to go with the animated one. I watched it again, you know, when I was making this. And it just, like, when I was a little kid, I had this, like, cassette tape that went along with a book. And they, like, had actors' lines from the movies being read. And then it would go, bing, and you're supposed to turn the page or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I hadn't thought about that since I was five years old. And it just, like, resonated with my heart because I used to listen to that all the time. So, cool. yeah, I have to, <laughs> to go with the animated It's really a charming – I'll tell you another thing. It's, like, in the last – 10, 20 years, a lot of movies have gotten like really gritty, you know, and I kind of like the like the the very kind charm of these old Disney movies. Yeah. Like there's something like it's just wholesome, like it's you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, the folks who did Watchmen are gonna do uh, Robin Hood. I know that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Which is, and yeah. it's great. I like yeah. that now, but as a kid I think it's too much. Yeah. A little stressful. Sometimes you just want to like relax. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, like, that's, movies are stressful. Yeah, like that's like a <laughs> question that people want to have added to their media, and I'm like, this is cool, but like, whew. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Aaron. Good to hear. For the update. 
Okay, right. next up, JP. JP, what you got going on? Hey, so I think also one of the really fun Robins was Kevin Costner, who decided I'm not even going to bother with a British accent. So he's right. like, Loved it. I'm Robin of Loxley, and my men are thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that took balls. I love that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, uh, I don't have anything Robin Hood related other than that little story, but I uh, have, I could add that quote, and I may do that to my quote board. How's that for a segue? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good this word. is a little matrix display that runs through quotes that it is grabbing off of Adafruit IO. So yeah. here you can see, I've got a few uh, quotes. It's randomizing and it's grabbing from some random colors. And all of those things are actually entered on an Adafruit IO dashboard. Uh, in fact, let me try to share a, a screen real quick. Uh, let's find, oh gosh. I think it's gonna be interesting because then you know you could have that hanging up somewhere and you can change the message using any internet connected device. Exactly. Yeah. Keep keep uh, vamping while I try to find this screen here. Well, I, I I I remember seeing when I was a teenager the Robin Hood <laughs> with Kevin Costner. That one was like a more adult one. I think it was because Brian Adams did a um, companion soundtrack to it. Oh man, that's so right. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that. What was the what was the hit song from that? There was some there, that was like like your love is like the. I don't most believe loved. I don't it was a hit song. I believe it was a song. Yeah. I can't find the screen at all. But guess what? This is going to be the subject of my <laughs> show tomorrow. So I'll show it then. Uh, but I've got a dashboard that just has a text box where we can enter in a quote and a color picker. Uh, Melissa worked on this. Thank you for the code. And I think Brent uh, helped out with some of the Adafruit IO stuff. So we're going to have a really slick system, like you said, where you'll be able to uh, easily add quotes, which is often a, a, you know, a, 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 a difficulty with these kinds of projects. Do you just embed them on the system? Uh, do you have a, a JSON quote server? We've done that before. We actually have an Adafruit uh, JSON page, but it's a little more complicated. This instead is just using a uh, Wi-Fi on the on the Metro M4 circuit. Python goes up, grabs quotes, brings them back down, and we can update it really easily uh, from any web browser. So uh, I think this is going to be a really fun pro uh, project both to build and to use display somewhere. So okay. come on by tomorrow to see on uh, John Park's workshop the nitty gritty details and that Firefox page I can't find right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll go over a little bit of your new show. Uh, new product pick with JP, and then uh, you have your show tomorrow, and then we'll probably see you uh, next week in some of the CircuitPython festivities. Yes, absolutely. So much going on. Yeah. And uh, that's right. Yeah, I've got a new show. It's JP's product pick of the week, and I am aiming for about a 12 to 15 minute. I went a little long on this first one, but uh, try to keep it a uh, sort of deeper dive onto one new product that I'm excited about. And we've got a whole bunch of STEMA projects uh, or products up first. Uh, first one I did was the BMP280, which I was excited to find out. We first released a BMP280 pressure sensor board in 2015, July, and then uh, Lady Ada updated it to be a STEMA QT board back uh, in this July, just a few months ago. Uh, and I even played those. So, so if you uh, go and watch the long form version of that JP's Product Pick of the Week video, you will see a little blast from the past, including a super cool unicorn hat that uh, Lamore was wearing. So, Okay, I believe it. All right, thank you so much, JP. Thanks, JP. Bye. All right. Next up, Colin. Hey, Colin. Hey, Colin, how you doing? Everything I do, I do it for you. That was that, 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 that's, Although I think we have a good re working relationship. I, that didn't mean I think that I'm recording that song from Robin Hood that Brian song. Adams did, right? This is Mitty, and she is really, really dying to get up on this table that I cleaned off and set up with a project. 
and unfortunately, you're not gonna. But she will get hair on everything in any case. So we got that going for us. Uh, anyway, uh, electronics, projects, show and tell. You recall, I hope, wasn't too long ago, two weeks ago, I showed a thing and it was Circuit Python synth with two different voices going to two different speakers. And I revisited that and did a little more work on it. And now it doesn't really fit in my webcam shot. So let me switch over to camera number two and show you. Okay, you got that guy. This is a speaker tower. It's a lab stand. I have going here with uh, one, two, three speakers on it. So that's three channels. And then that is wired going down here into ye old Feather M4, which uh, now I'm just doing PWM outs instead of the DAC outs because I have three channels and going into those amplifiers for the speakers. And I have two encoders. So there we go. This is PWM, so prepare for a very video gamey style uh, uh, sound here. Let me switch to one more camera. It's getting to be like a heck of a production. All right, there we go. That's more comfortable. So it's fun. I can change the intervals between the voices, the frequencies. This is for one speaker. The other speaker. And so it's it's a bit like an organ. The thing is live, it uh, it has a really cool stereo effect because of the speaker array. And um, these lab stand, uh, as they're designed, these lab stand arms are really cool because you can, you know, reposition, uh, loosen the screw and move the speaker out and increase the stereo spread. Yeah. So That's still, cool. That's still cool there with me. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a haul. Um, it, it's, uh, and I, I have even more ideas I want to do to it. So it might be an evolving thing and, you know, in, uh, in a year I'll just come on. So the things here, it'll be as big as the room and you know how it goes, uh, growing and growing and growing. All right, thank you so much, Colin. Okay, thanks, Colin. Thank you so much, as always. All right, let's go, Brian. Speaking of Brian Adams. Hello. Hey, Red. What's <laughs> going on? Uh, I am working on CAN bus stuff. Um, so I've been iterating on the Python, Circuit Python side, working on a driver for the MCP2518 um, CAN controller. Um, so, if I switch to my other camera, I can show you what I'm working on. Hopefully this camera works. So heads up, there's a 50-50 chance that this camera cuts out because it's not kind. Um, so, I got a little network here. So, what do I have? Uh, over on the left here, I've got a Feather Sense in a quad feather holder. These things are my favorite of all time, I love them. So, this is the Feather Wing. I'm working on. Um, you can see I've got the chips marked A, B, and C. Um, that helps me tell them apart. So if I break one, I know which one it was. Um, so yeah, this is a Rev B. You can see here, this is a Rev 
A with no chip on it anymore. I had to repurpose it for the Rev B to make it work. Anyways, so little network. Uh, over here, this is the Feather Sense is working as a transmitter. Uh, over here is the, and this is running the Arduino driver. This one is running the CircuitPython driver, also working as a transmitter. Not currently running right now. Um, and then in the center is an edge badge that is acting as a receiver. Um, so now I will switch over to my other screen. Do, 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 application land fire screen share. Okay, uh, can you switch to my uh, screen share? So on the left is the edge badge recording all the messages it gets out. Um, so the ID 64 that you see popping around is, um, let me, uh, there you, can you see that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I tried to pause a little bit. So this is um, this is uh, the ID from the Feather Sense and this randomly incrementing message that it's got. Uh, so right now you can see just a whole bunch of 64s in this window, CircuitPython running on the Feather M4. I will start it. You should see more messages coming out here. Yep, so F4 is the ID that the Feather M4 is using. So you can see it's uh, sending, sending messages, so yay. Uh, this is interesting because it all shares the same wires and the protocol manages collisions for you. So even right, if you have right. multiple transmitters, the, the data gets through. Right, right. Really? Yeah, there's a whole protocol about backing off and priority and stuff like that. Um, some of that probably still needs some work on my end, but yeah, it's, it's all there. Um, so yeah, all, all of the three nodes on the network are you know on the common bus and working well. I'm going to add another shortly to um, work with uh, what Jepler has been working on on the um, native side. So uh, yeah, it's uh, good times. Good times. Uh, All right. More. All right, thank you. Thank you so much, right? See ya. All right, next up, Liz. Hello, Liz. Hi, how are you? Okay, what hey. you got going on this week? Uh, so I'm gonna share my screen um, and I think it was like two weeks ago, I had um, some party parrots going. Um, it's since gotten even more out of control. Um, <laughs> where uh, I've got some random stuff going on with the clue uh, with all four rows. Uh, so there's two different speeds going, and then it alternates um, which parrot goes. And then uh, yesterday, I got it working on a 32 by 32 um, RGB matrix. Uh, so I cleaned up the bitmap so there would be a pixel perfect with it. Um, and so, yeah, just a lot of dancing multicolored parrots happening <laughs> and all using circuit python display io so yeah <laughs> i like the idea of using party parrots as like the only communication method for like various information like any information but instead of like a single color it's a single party yeah parrot. according to this is 79 degrees i was going to rain the morning that, that's what i'm saying it's like this should tell you like how your stocks are doing or like Yes. The weather. Like, yeah. Oh wow. Tesla split today. Yeah. So. And then the well, orientation of the parrot could also like send other. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Liz. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Sweet party parrot. More party. More parrot. All right. That's our show and tell for the week. And uh, just some programming notes. So next week we're doing um, special. Special. Circuit Python Day. Themed. And I think after that, we're going to resume back to half an hour show and tells because we've been doing the hour long yeah. for a while. We've been managing to get most of them finished. We, next week's the big one, no matter what. The, the, 
number of people who are like, I have nowhere else to share stuff. Has, it's they've, they've had other places to share stuff. Yeah, and some weeks are a little busy, but I think we're going to go back to 7.30 to, to 8. But we'll see how it goes. Next week is CircuitPython Day, um, but then the week after. And, of course, if there's future things where folks are, you know, home more often yeah. than they normally are. Always bring it back. Yeah, we can always add more. So that'll probably be the programming note uh, that, that'll, that'll go out into our shows that we'll let everyone know about. Okay, cool. um, so that's show and tell this week. Um, Colin, do you want to play us out? Let's see what we can do here. All right, Colin, play us out. All right, thank you so much, Colin. That's music from the um, upcoming Super Nintendo version of uh, Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin Hood 2. Animated version. Everything I do, I do it. Yeah, you do the forest scene music in the forest, and you're like, you have to shoot arrows and stuff and collect apples. Right, the psychedelic right. forest, exactly. Okay, thanks All so right, much. Thanks, Colin. See everybody. Later. See everybody.